when you have on my clothes. Well, welcome to the, I don't know how many episodes. This is the fifth one. The fifth episode of Unsolicited Advice. Yes. So I hope that you guys have, yeah, going strong. I hope you guys have gotten something out of the past episodes. Maybe some tips for how to maneuver your life a little easier. Yes. Um, I want to say my friend Taco, who listens to this, he had a baby. So congratulations. Does he want any advice? Congratulations, Taco. (laughs) I don't know, actually. I've had two kids already. Yeah, I I believe it's his first baby. I'm almost 100% positive. So you should maybe, what, what advice would you give him? Um, Save her every moment, Taco. <laughs> they grow up so fast. David's <laughs> parenting style is very unconventional, though. I feel like it, m- it? it might only work for David. I don't know. Maybe his it kids does. are awesome. I feel like, d- like the biggest thing is like, don't treat your kids like your life is over. Like, don't fall for that bullshit where it's like, oh, you have kids and now you can't do anything fun anymore. There's ways to still enjoy your life and have children and not be like a boring person Mm -hmm. just because you have these like life goals that people meet where they get married and they have kids and then they feel like they have to be this specific kind of person you can be whoever you want like that becomes their identity yeah Yeah, it's it's okay like there's ways to do it so that people can still continue to have fulfilling lives and then also have kids so then i don't know i feel like i hear people complain about their kids and i just don't understand why i mean there's lots of things that are difficult about everything in life so there's going to be challenges with children, but I just yeah. feel like just you probably start resenting your kids a little bit if you if you never get to go out. Yeah, you got to figure something out. And if you're a dad, just fucking do some work. Just if you're a dad, just let the mom watch it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, do some work so that way everybody can. So we, everybody has do some shit around the house. Do a lo- do work. Hang, Basically, right. don't be like that standard dad that comes home and doesn't do shit and right. takes the kids out every once in a while. It's like. If you put in work, it's going to be easier for everybody. Yeah. Don't be 50s dad. Good advice. Yeah. Don't be 50s dad. That's excellent advice. Yeah. Yeah. So in case uh, previous listeners are wondering what that third voice is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. I have, we have a guest on this episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> hey, Fran. Hi. He's my, my, my friend Fran. He's uh, my uh, fellow improviser. We're on a team together. We're a team. Called Brian Malega and the Malegas. That's Slash 68.5% Latino. Yes. Transitioning into 65%. <laughs> lit- what is it? <laughs> no, I, think, I don't know. We've been floating that. We've been, We've been floating that it around. around. We also go, we have a sketch group now called Consensual Hugs. Consensual Hugs. Also known as Consensual Drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's yeah. a thing. What that- do you... Sorry, I was going to say that's funny because that is like very similar to a question that I have. About I'm not consensual gonna put, hugs? It, sort of. Just we'll like, get to that. Yeah. 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 Oh. Fr- Fran, what do you, I don't even know what to call you because I feel like you go by <laughs> <laughs> so many different names. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Fran is fine. Fran is fine? Francois, if you want to go out of your way. Ooh, Francois. For me, Francois. I would have, I, I'm trying to be yeah. Francois more often. If you were to like make business cards... So that people can like see content that you're putting <laughs> out or you made like improviser cards for like, hey, come watch my show. Yeah. What would it say on it for your name? It would be it would definitely be Francois. Fr- just and, Francois. And if they were and if they were comedy business cards, which I don't, I don't know if that's <laughs> even a thing, but if they <laughs> were hypothetical, then I would probably put the pronunciation in parentheses. Oh, so you just go by Francois. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's not that many of those. No, there isn't. I don't know any. I've never <laughs> met another Francois. <laughs> well, that works out perfectly then. You go that Zoltan route and just go with the first name. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, so anyways, um, do you have any uh, 
any stuff that has been floating around in your head recently <laughs> about just regular advice that you'd want to give to a random person? Regular <laughs> advice. I recently gave some advice to Bruno Mars if that helps you think of anything. <laughs> like regular, like all-purpose advice that would fit any situation? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, and or if you want to broaden the question, is there any anything that has been bugging you recently that you feel like, hey, people should take this okay. out into the world and <laughs> stop doing that? Okay. Uh, f- to the first one. Okay. All-purpose advice, <clears throat> clean as you go. Okay. That I is, oh my God, that's I great I think advice. that applies to a lot of situations. That is such good advice. I wish that I could follow that advice. <laughs> it's so hard. I started doing that when, I, when I'm baking and it just makes a world of difference. Yeah. 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 And uh, in other situations as well. So you want to expand that into life as well, you mean? I, I think there are a lot of situations where that applies. Uh, the second one, this has been coming up a lot lately. Um, it happened to me recently and I was talking to someone about it today. Um, if you date someone and you break up with them and you guys want to stay friends, don't try to jump right into the friendship. Take a break. That's a smart idea. Take (laughs) a break. Don't talk for a few months at least. Yeah. Otherwise you're carrying all that baggage into your friendship and it's not going to work. I know that from personal experience. (laughs) I was talking to someone about it today who's having the same issue. Yeah. Take a break. That's very also good all-purpose advice. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, that clean-as-you-go thing. I mean, if you want to take it literally, I'm so bad with that that we frequently have to, like, question whether we can do improv at my house <laughs> because I'm like, I got to clean. Like, I don't know if it's going to get done or not before you guys have to get here. It's a process. So, yeah, I mean, I really should be taking that advice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> very, very seriously. And literally because that's an p- important, mm-hmm. important yeah. aspect of... Um, yeah, I'm yeah, impressed by what life. you came up with off the fly. Those were That's the it's those improviser those skills, improv right? Improv skills, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll see if, if uh, our next guest has as good of answers. Yeah. Well, let's not put <laughs> don't, let's don't not put start me on a pedestal competing yeah. guests. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Improv skills though. What is it? Improv skills. Yeah, improv skills. Um I feel like there's some a lot of stuff that we've learned from improv that I think can carry on into life as well. Can you like think of anything like that? Yes, and? Yeah. That's a big one. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Say yes to things. Yeah. Say yes to um, Say yes to the moment, I guess. Yeah. No, I've, I feel like y- I can articulate it better. You can. Oh, maybe like, like uh, instead of resisting something right away, mm-hmm. say yes when you can see that it's going to be helpful to everybody. Even if it kind of puts you in an uncomfortable situation for a short amount of time. Right. Do what's best for the group. Yes. Find ways to contribute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, you're given a bad situation, you can react to it in a negative way where you drop the ball and you're like, shit, that's done because right. I didn't respond to it accordingly. Or you can be put into a bad situation and you can be like, oh, let me contribute to this so that we can all make it good together. Yes. Which is, I think is a good mentality to have. Yeah. That improv mentality has been helping me out a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think it's made me a better listener. Um, so we, we have we have this happen. I mean, I think it happens to all the improvers sometimes. You don't listen. And then you, like, don't remember what their name was yeah. or what, like, what their job is or what was supposed to be happening. And then you say something that makes no sense. 
and it just throws the whole thing off. You know what I didn't even think of? Because <laughs> I, I used to take acting classes and active listening is a big thing for that too, but it didn't occur to me that in improv, <laughs> you honestly, like, it's like in life where you, if you don't catch the name, then... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's over. Yeah, and I'm, I'm still really bad about that. I forget people's... Well, it's not that I forget people's name. I just am not listening when people tell me their name. Yeah. So, oh man, that would definitely be something I would have to work on in improv for yeah. sure. It's just remembering people's names. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I think I think it's like a presence thing also because even if you weren't paying attention and you briefly forgot somebody's name, that, that situation doesn't have to be awkward because you can just kind of roll with it and make it better. Like I like recently uh we were hanging out um uh in uh Hillcrest area for my birthday mm-hmm. and we had that cab ride. We had a uh, uh, no, it was a lift ride <laughs> with this oh my guy God. and Fran <laughs> Yes, it's so funny. <laughs> Fran just starts telling our driver about this program where like drivers are like own part of the stock it's called balance. Okay, but you Have didn't you know that, that at the time. No. <laughs> you didn't did know, know that, that at the time. time. <laughs> he was just saying this stuff <laughs> to the driver, and it's kind of like we we start we start to make fun of the situation because it's like he's trying to give this driver life advice, <laughs> and he doesn't know what he's talking about, and the driver <laughs> could have chosen to get offended by it. Or or not, I guess. But he was being really funny about it. And so yeah. we all ended up having a really funny conversation because we started <laughs> playing the game. Right. And Fran knew what was going on as well. So then he kind of contributed I, I to it as well. a little bit, yeah. He, yeah, he played along so that it was like, you know, he could have <laughs> just been like, no, that's not what I meant. And then just given up on it. But we just let it be. And it was just entertaining for everybody. It's good. Yeah, that's true. That was a very fun ride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I had forgotten about that. Uh, I'll never forget about but, it. But uh, yeah, for <laughs> bounce. Now that I know the name, yeah, maybe check it out if you yeah, do Lyft or that's Uber. That's your advice to all the <laughs> Lyft drivers right there: is look up this program. So, so what is it? Um. Okay. I, I only know a little bit about it, but my understanding is that it's um. It's well, it's it's a rideshare service where the drivers have more of a stake i don't know if they're like part owners or um or how that works but they're more involved in the process and i imagine they get paid more and have more benefits yeah so um yeah i mean (laughs) it's it's something it was a matter of time advertise for us (laughs) (laughs) if they want to sponsor this podcast you're getting sponsored yeah we'll give that description at the beginning of every episode sponsored by bounce but i might i I might still have no idea what i'm talking about it (laughs) might not be that at all (laughs) we're not involved in rideshare whatsoever (laughs) yeah where did i get this from it was a it was the sticker that said bounce uh four rider four owners by owner like four drivers by drivers yeah, and I took that to mean that it was kind of a collective. So you effort. got your entire. <laughs> I got my entire thing. <laughs> explanation <laughs> off of a sticker. Off of a sticker. Yep. And he right. felt this is a good opportunity <laughs> to save this guy's life. <laughs> oh my goodness! Does that just invalidate all the advice I've given so far? <laughs> no, I think it's funny. This guy gets his information from stickers. <laughs> I feel like you're probably right about what it is. That'd be funny if you could incorporate <laughs> stickers into all of your, <laughs> all of your advice uh, suggestions for today. That'd be good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Try to try to accepted. throw it coexist in there somewhere. There's a way to make <laughs> it happen. It's gotta be that. I all feel right. like "Clean as You Go" would be a good bumper sticker. Maybe. Yeah. I could see it. Yeah. I could see it. That's good advice too. Yeah. Um, do you want to jump into some questions? Yeah. So this one I have. Ooh. Some good ones. I like it. Yeah. Okay. okay. So. 
I'm a manager. I'm a. Uh. Mm. Edit it. <laughs> okay. I'm a manager in charge of a division at my company. Drew, one of the people I manage, uses a wheelchair. When first hired, Drew was told to ask if any accommodation was needed, and he never asked for any. Drew has mentioned being a paraplegic, but to my knowledge, has not elaborated or said anything about how and when it happened. As if he needs to, but yeah. anyway. Okay. Drew is outgoing and popular, gets along with everyone, and is one of those people who has the gift of being able to talk to anyone. Drew's work has always been good, and I have never had a problem with him or anything that he has done. Why I'm writing to you, not long ago, I saw a short film online about people who believe they are disabled but are actually not. Drew was in it. He is not a paraplegic and does not need a wheelchair. In the film, Drew walks and is clear that he is not paralyzed and has no actual need for a wheelchair but (laughs) uses it because he feels as though he was meant to be a paraplegic. (laughs) It is for sure Drew and it was recently made. At least one other, uh, at least one of the other people I manage has also seen it. She discreetly came to my office and mentioned it to me. I normally would never say anything about the private lives of the people I manage, but Drew comes to work in the chair and uses it full time and does not mention being paralyzed. I am concerned, or oh, and does mention being paralyzed. Sorry, I am concerned the company may look bad if anybody finds out and says something. Is this even something I can talk to Drew about? Damn. Holy shit. <laughs> you got a really good one. Yeah, I was like, oh, man. Oh, man. That's so crazy. Yeah. So this is a this is a question that's basically how do I deal with a crazy person? Right. Well, my advice would be not to talk to Drew about it at all because yeah. obviously he has a mental illness. Yeah. Which is not something that I think you would be appropriate to talk mm-hmm. to him about. So either way, he has a medical issue going on that's really none of her business mm-hmm. so i wouldn't say anything and i mean the company is gonna look bad if anyone finds out i i don't really think i so. don't see how that would work out i don't think there yeah i would say that there's no need to to bring it up unless it's like affecting people at work but yeah. it seems like he's a easy person to get along with besides the fact that do you know what i would have felt like would have made this question a little more valid if he was constantly asking for yes. accommodations mm-hmm. from the company that he didn't need, exactly. then I could see the struggle of being like, ooh, should I say something? Yeah. Like, we're spending $10,000 on a ramp for him or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. So he doesn't require any accommodations. He doesn't, like, the workplace culture hasn't changed in any way because yeah. of him being there. Okay. Yeah. It's basically like, oh, I have to look at Drew in a wheelchair. <laughs> and he doesn't <laughs> yeah i feel like if only it should only be an issue if it comes up and then i guess yeah. like maybe the person could just be like well i know what's going on here so you don't <laughs> don't bullshit me yeah you know if he's letting it happen then this person can't take advantage of certain things if the other person already knows that he's lying about it yeah or not I, even lying i don't know if you can call this lying because this person just feels like yeah he's not lying he feels like he was yeah yeah but is it so i guess it's a bit of a judgment call how much you want to believe that he believes yeah that he is a paraplegic like deep down it just seems like so much work if you're not yeah why would you want to <laughs> spend all your day in a wheelchair if you if i i don't know i am if i had to guess i would say it's probably the i don't know the treatment the, that the people treatment give you I that think, you yeah. get the special consideration that you're given which i think a person who is really paraplegic probably doesn't appreciate all that much but someone who might who's maybe very needy 
yeah, yeah. They might. They, I don't they know. might like those looks of sympathy that people give them, right. or. Or, you know, just doing regular things, he probably gets credit for it because because <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, oh, this person is in a wheelchair is doing this and it's so cool. And if he was just right. an able-bodied person, nobody would give yeah. a shit. Which is, I mean, which is, it's messed up that, like, people who are in wheelchairs get that kind of treatment, right? But yeah, but yeah it's a truth. It's a fact, and he might really get off on that. It's like those people that pretend to be sick. Have you ever heard of those people? Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know if it's like that because don't you think if he was doing it for sympathy and attention that he would be asking for a lot of special treatment? But it might be sure. the more subtle things like we're talking about. Yeah, I suppose. But on the th show, he says that he feels as though he was meant to be paraplegic. So I kind of think it's one of those weird yeah. situations. If, if there's already a documentary about it, then I guess there's... I feel like there's some other stuff like this where people truly believe... Is it like, Rachel Dolezal? Like people like yeah. who want to cut off their limbs sort of thing. Like, have you heard? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Like they feel like their limb isn't theirs. So they want to cut it off? Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I'm not making this up. I could no, be. No, I've could definitely be like heard your, of that. Okay. I've heard of that. I don't know what it's called, but I've heard of it. Yeah. So like people don't, like people are like my arm. Do you see it on a bumper sticker? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like, my arm isn't my arm and I need to have it off of my body sort yeah. of thing. And they strongly believe that it's a foreign to gotcha. them. So I kind of feel like it's more like that, but I could be wrong. Huh? Yeah. <sighs> that gets, that's so tricky. Yeah. I don't know how it would deal. So I, it's, oh man. And I feel like I know people that would be so triggered by a person like this that have dealt with like compulsive liars and having somebody, and I know he's, I wouldn't say that he's lying, but I know people that have had to deal with compulsive liars in their lives and their, you know, so if they knew somebody like this, it would be so hard for them to just be like, let going along with it and letting it slide at the yeah. same time it's like this person is obviously just mentally ill and so yeah. it's difficult to like know what to do what course of action to take yeah or like someone who's actually paraplegic like i wonder if he's ever met one and like how yeah. they would, how would react they, yeah that's a good point yeah that would i mean that would be incredibly insulting to yeah. me to have someone be like i just i, I feel like i was meant to be that way <laughs> it's yeah. like Fuck right. you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean... It but yeah, it doesn't seem like the, this person is doing it because they're just evil. It seems like they just don't know any yeah. better. They're just... You, there's something wrong with them. You, but you said in the movie, he says, I feel like I was meant, meant to be a paraplegic. Mm -hmm. So that suggests some awareness yeah. of this thing. Like, he's making a choice. Yeah. He's like, I choose to live my life as a paraplegic because I feel deep down that I am one. Yeah. Or that I was meant to be one. Yeah. So it's not like he's like, it's not like he actually believes that he's that a paraplegic. He it's yeah. a, it's, it's like somewhere in between. Yeah. Right? <sighs> yeah. I don't think there's anything you can do about it. Honestly, <laughs> you just got to let him be because he needs help, but you yeah. aren't going to be able to get, he's, you're not going to make him better or make him stop pretending he's in a wheelchair by calling him out on it. Yeah. If anything, that could just like end up ruining his life. Yeah. And also, she's worried it's going to make the company look bad. It's not like you saying, hey, I know this is going to make him not work there anymore. It's make you look bad. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. You're doing that to somebody. It's kind of fucked up. And I mean, if he's doing a movie about it, I'm, it doesn't seem like it's something he cares is private or not. Yeah, that's a good point. So... I mean, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it would be so hard. Because I would every time. Yeah. I would be like, "Oh my god!" I wouldn't be friends with this person. I would avoid them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If he Knowing did the that. movie, maybe he thinks of himself as some kind of advocate. Maybe he's like, perhaps a voice for whatever his condition is. Yeah. You know, people who wanna. 
will leave that day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Um, Yeah, it would be an interesting thing to have to go to work every day and just know that and keep it to yourself. But but that, I mean, that's what I would do. I wouldn't say anything to him. I wouldn't be able to interact with somebody like this. I'd be afraid of what they might be saying that might not be true. Maybe there's a support group for people like this, and it's like he goes there. Rachel Dolezal goes there. Some other person <laughs> oh, is God, like, I, know, right? I believe I was meant to be a, an immigrant. Yeah, yeah. something ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. That, right. that would be a good, yeah, delusional self-help or, right. or group therapy or whatever. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah uh, shirking, shirking my privilege <laughs> yes. support group. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe that can be our next short film, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you be, will you be Rachel Dolezal? I <laughs> 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 Oh, come on, Brady. How bad do you want this the part? Biggest challenge <laughs> <of> my crew. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I know somebody that did uh, Rachel Dolezal for a sketch. It was a guy. Yeah. It did not get a good reaction yeah, at that's, all. Yeah. Got a real bad reaction. Of course, he didn't go about it the best way either. But I would be tactful. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. I got a question right here. Okay. Um. So this person says, I'm looking for advice on moving on from an ex-boyfriend. We met in college and dated for about a year and a half. Uh, when we first started hanging out, he told me he had an older brother die in a car accident while he was in high school. He lied. The whole time we dated, he let me believe this about him and feel sorry for him. He always added uh, to the story, and I always thought something was funny about it, but why would somebody make up such a horrendous lie? This kind of in, kind of goes along with the yeah. one we just <laughs> talked about. They need to be it was a touchy subject, so I never brought it up to anyone else. One time when I was visiting his hometown, he took me to the place of the accident, in quotes. Uh, he proceeded to, do, uh, Damn, that's gross. to always add uh, to this lie by telling me stories about him and his brother when they were young. The whole year and a half, he proceeded to put me second all the time to his friends because uh uh drink on the weekends was more important i'm not one to go out drinking like he was i don't know why this is relevant (laughs) everyone told me they saw i wasn't happy but i thought i loved the guy we would uh talk about the future and how we wanted the same things in life when we broke up he told me he needed time to figure himself out and uh be him by himself for a while he didn't want to drag me around while he did that. He wrote me a sappy uh, letter telling me how he will always love me and that he knows he has to do this now so we can have a future together. A month later, when I found out he lied about uh, that and some other things, I asked about his brother because my curiosity, uh, because of my curious mind, I couldn't find uh, an obituary, news articles about the accident or anything. He said he had no idea why he made up this huge lie. I also found out he told his girlfriend before me the exact same thing. Well, it has been almost a year now since we broke up. He is dating someone new, and I've been talking to a new guy, but I feel like my past is holding me back from the relationship I deserve with this great guy. At this point, I'm not sure what to do anymore. I know my ex-boyfriend is a dick, and I should stop thinking about him, but it seems like I'm forever hung up on him. That's it. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I get it because I feel like it would be hard to get over something like that when you're with somebody and i mean yeah there are trust issues in every relationship yeah but this kind of thing will fuck you up oh yeah Yeah. if somebody lied to you on that level like that's a core like that is like the basis of their whole relationship Mm -hmm. basically like a, a key part of that guy's identity that was just a complete lie yeah so that would be really hard to get over yeah i can totally understand that i've had a couple people that are very very close in my life that have had to deal with this kind of thing before and it 
it, it does. Yeah, one person in particular has affected his relationships like, like a decade later, still right. trying to get rid of all that baggage from a, that previous relationship. So it's really hard because it makes you feel like the entire relationship is a lie. So then yeah. you can't really. Or it would be hard to trust anybody going forward. Yeah, because it just seems like there's some things that nobody would ever lie about. Like, there's no reason right. yeah. to make certain things up. I mean, okay, I understand I understand her having trust issues now because of this relationship. But she's, but she's, she's saying that she's still into this guy. Yeah. And that's the part that's hard for me. Yeah, that same. She found out. When did she found th- find out that this was all like a lie? Was shortly it shortly after the breakup? And it's been a year, and that somehow didn't help her move on. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes like, I think if you really love somebody, even if they do something horrible to you or something crazy happens, and you can rationally say like, "Okay, like I should not be with that person or yeah. like them," that doesn't take away the emotional connection that you have. But sure, w- what I- the emotional connection you had could all be fake because you don't know yeah, it, what it this is person told you that was real or what wasn't. It seems like they could have made up so many things if I'm they're willing to lie about the death of a family right, member. Right, like it is all actually fake, but that doesn't change the, that you felt that. Yeah. So that's hard to immediately turn off, right. I think. I don't know, yeah. So, so the way you're seeing this, it's like she is still like in that sort of caretaker support mode with him like she still has these feelings i just think she logically knows like she said like i should definitely not like this guy like this the all of these things are horrible and that should be a deal breaker but they still experienced all of this love and like all of these things in that relationship that she believed to be true at the time so Mm -hmm. even finding that stuff out Mm -hmm. i think it's hard to like immediately emotionally disconnect from that person yeah probably so it almost sounds like the the whole lie thing is like, I mean, it's almost kind of incidental. Like she would probably be hung up on him either way. Either way. Yeah. And it's just crazy. Yeah. That also he fu- did this and she's still into him. Not only that, she yeah. he, he <laughs> broke up with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God. <laughs> so it's not even like, yeah. So that's what's even stranger about the whole thing is like he ended it. And then she found out all this crazy stuff about him. Right. And some time has passed by and she's with a new person and still hung up on this person. That's so, it's so difficult for me to understand that. So I don't know what to give for advice as a person like that. Except for like, (laughs) you know, I'm sure feelings were real on your part, but you can't trust that now. Like, you kind of have to question your relationship a little bit more on a deeper level than just him lying about this thing because that you just don't know what you can believe or what was real or what this person could have said. You're talking about how you guys wanted the same things for your future together, but you don't know if he actually wanted that stuff because that could have all been a lie also. I wonder if he had a brother at all. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) That's interesting. I I just wonder, like, what amount of closure that they had because that could be a big part of it. It could be. Yeah. I would recommend if they didn't have proper closure that she get closure. Maybe tell I think that's a bad idea because you dealing with a person like this, especially in her state, I feel like there needs to be distance. Otherwise, the, she could be entrapped in his yeah, bullshit again. That's true. Do you think that she should tell the new girlfriend that he doesn't have a dead brother? 
Definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Put that to an end. You can't like have help that a, kind of thing. But I would be afraid. I get afraid of people like that. I've seen enough movies to know how many men murder women. And I would kind of just want to remove myself from the whole. Like this guy's crazy. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to mess with his new girlfriend and have him like. Who knows? <sighs> I guess that's true. Maybe she can send an anonymous letter. Yeah, something. Or something. Like I'm that. actually the know. girlfriend before me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I caught somebody like this in a lie, and I. Damn. How does yeah. that work, though? Do like, you care to elaborate, or? Um. Okay, I'll get into it, and I'll talk to my brother about it in case he doesn't want me to talk about this on the podcast. But my brother was dating a girl. Okay. And he told us like this crazy story about how she got into a confrontation with this guy outside of like a Walmart or something and how he she like got in a fight with him and ended up breaking his arm. She broke his arm? Uh, supposedly, yeah. Okay. And he didn't think there was anything weird about it at all. He just told me this crazy story and I was like, that seems really unusual. Yeah, I found it immediately weird. Yeah, and, and just kind of as an off statement was mentioned, oh, uh, her friend... Um, Steve, we'll say. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what. Her Fred was there. Yeah. And I actually happened to have a class with him. <laughs> so I reached out and I was Back like, hey, you're, I heard you were with this girl when this situation happened. Like, what happened? That seems crazy. And he told me the story and it was not that at all. What was and the actual story? Something way less, like he was just being a dick and then they kind of just left something way less dramatic than her getting in a fight and breaking his arm. And I was like, oh, that's weird because they told me this. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, she said some other lies and I was trying to be like, oh, that's weird. Cause he, she told, and he was in denial about it. Like, oh, she just is exaggerating details. I'm like, this is not exaggerating details. That's She's straight ex- out lying yeah. about stuff. And so once I gathered up all this information, went and told my brother about it and I was like, yeah, this bullshitting you. How long had she been lying about it? Did it just recently? She lied about it. She, she said she had cancer. She said that she got uh, assaulted, mm-hmm. uh, like sexually assaulted, like on the street by somebody when yeah. she was trying to visit my brother. Um, she just lied about a bunch of stuff, like to a lot of people. Yeah. So and we started uncovering those lies by talking to other people and stuff like that slowly throughout. That's the kind of person that you were talking about that lies to get sympathy and attention. Sure. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Did your brother, though, I'm curious because did he, after finding out this information, immediately get over it or was he hung up on her for a while? Um, No, he was. I don't think he, I think he thought that was just such a betrayal, especially on the level that she did it, that, I mean, he definitely stopped having feelings for her right away. But I think the damage that <laughs> caused that lasted a long time. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you're in a situ- this person can be in a situation like that. This person's going to fuck you up the more that you let them do it. Yeah. If you continue a relationship like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be hard to break that cycle. Yeah, this is a tough one. I, I, do we just go like generic middle shelf advice on this? I like, would like say give it time because I give mean, it time. Time honestly, heals all things. <laughs> but that's true. I mean, maybe time won't heal the emotional damage that it did to you yeah or it but give it time and you'll get over him i would say that for your mental health just stop and let it be over and ended and don't try to yeah take a break take a break clean as you go yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh do you remember um i don't do you remember marley um telling us giving us relationship advice 
at the end of 301? Yes. Okay, so that was she gave us good advice. Our, our old I, improv teacher. I, I give people this advice whenever they ask me how to get over somebody because yeah. I thought it was great. She said, um, <clears throat> if you want to get over someone, you should f- get really good at something or, or like somewhat good at something that they are good at. <laughs> so uh, I guess get really good at lying <laughs> <No>. compulsively. <laughs> And, um, <laughs> you know, gaslight someone for a while. I wouldn't say that at all. There's maybe something to be lo- gained from that, but maybe that's not the one. That's not the lesson yeah, to take Yeah, it's like if they're it. good at guitar, learn guitar. Yeah, something like that. More of their hobby. Or if they're really good at making up stories, maybe become, get really good at writing <laughs> or something. A couple stories. Do you think that is good advice, though, because then you're focusing so much of your energy on something just because of that person? Because, well, I think is the thing is like you take away that elusiveness of the thing yeah. that made them cool. Like if you're gonna I be see. if you're gonna be spending time <clears throat> crying about them anyway, like take some of that energy, do something productive for yourself, yeah. like give yourself a new skill, yeah. and in the process, yeah, you demystify yeah. the person because they were so cool because they were like this edgy musician. And it's like oh, you get good at guitar. Like they were not that. Yeah, I can play guitar too. Yeah, I can play chords. <laughs> <laughs> All your songs are three chords anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, get real snobby about music. <laughs> it's interesting <laughs> advice. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I don't know what this person was good at besides bullshitting, <laughs> but I guess. <laughs> I mean, get really good probably at other things. She's so hung up on him. Yeah. yeah. He must have maybe been good in bed. Yeah, maybe. maybe or, or maybe like... Uh, if he she was really get good in she bed. Should get if good. you're really good at like manipulating people with lies and stuff, maybe figuring out more learning about psychology. Like become a magician. Like, oh, there you go. Sure. <laughs> yeah, become a magician. <laughs> it's like, where's your brother? He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'll be a good yeah, it's a good it's good advice right there. Uh take an improv class. Yeah. Yeah. Always good make up stuff. That's making stuff up all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so this question was kind of what I was talking or reminded me of the consensual hugs. So, <laughs> I'm a law student of a certain age, mid 30s. I don't. That's not relevant. Okay, and a custodian to two cats, a black and a gray. Also, custodian. Not rele- oh yeah, that actually that is relevant. I was gonna say that's not relevant. It's completely the whole p- point okay. of the review. Okay. You can't own an animal, oh, David. I said review again. No. <laughs> okay. Um, Anyway, he, she is a custodian to two cats, a black and a gray, meaning that no matter what she wears, I've got some visible cat hair on all my outfits. After being a cat mom for 10 years, I've come to term with it, or terms with it. However, for my 22-year-old cohort mate, this is a way of life she can't abide. This young lady feels extremely free to reach out and uh, remove cat hair from my person whenever she's within arm's reach. She does it in class when I'm sitting beside her. She does it in casual conversation with when other people are present. I can only surmise she's a motherly type who thinks she's helping. I've told her repeatedly to stop that I don't care if there's cat hair, that I like it just fine, that maybe I want to take my babies with me all day. Her response is it bothers me as if it's a valid excuse for breaching the sacred three foot bubble. I want her to stop. I've told her to stop but apparently what I want doesn't much matter. I need some thoughts or even a script on how to make a professionally appropriate scene to get this young woman to keep her hands to herself okay damn i can't imagine the audacity of a person that you're telling them i don't want you to do this and they're just like i don't care i'm gonna keep t-. like what is going on here Honestly, I, yeah at first when i first read it i was like oh they work together so maybe she does have to keep it a little professional but then i'm like no they're class yeah they're classmates cohorts yeah yeah so which i always thought that weird word was weird but whatever yeah um Honestly, 
after a certain point, if I kept telling someone not to touch me and they kept touching me and I saw their hand going towards me, I think I would just instinctively slap it. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I thought you were going to slap them. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's, if it goes beyond that. the time that. after that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that. I mean, this. Per- I, normally, we deal with people that don't have boundaries or don't know how to set up boundaries. This person is making their boundaries very clear, and yet the other person doesn't seem to care. I can't imagine. I can't even fucking imagine somebody as being that much of a dick. Yeah, this question made me immediately angry. Like, yeah, fuck like, this yeah, person touching her. Yeah. I mean, th- this woman sounds ridiculous yeah. just based on the way she wrote the review. Unless the person, <laughs> like, cat the mom, but Well, if they have, like, <laughs> let's say they have cat allergies, but it doesn't seem like that's the issue. Well, also, don't, you don't want to touch that hair then, right? Yeah, can exactly. we, can so we real quick address anyways. the, what what does it mean to be a, uh, a, a custodian? Yeah, to a cat? I was also, really what is, confused what about it, that what as what well. Is, uh, what the hell is a, what, what did you call it, a, a cohort, cohort mate? Oh, cohort, co- that's the... I know what a cohort is, but why 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 address someone as a cohort mate? A cohort. It's just supposed to be a cohort, that's it. Yeah, it's just cohort. supposed to be a cohort. <laughs> I, at first I thought this was like maybe the person's like significant other, and that was just their weird like label. Mm. Yeah. It sounds like it's just a coworker. Yeah. A okay. classmate. A she, classmate. They're classmates. That's why I'm like, slap her hand. She's yeah. Because like, Madison has cohorts also. So she's always talking about her cohorts. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Which I always, it always feels like they're robbing a bank together. Like that <laughs> word is so strange. Is they're in cahoots. Is that yeah, why something you think? Like, well, yeah, something's not right about it. But anyways, yeah, this person is, I mean, I. what can you... You can make a scene. I, I think. feel like you have to, oh, right? Yeah, I you can make a like, scene. Don't touch me. Like, yeah. I would be so up in arms about it. Right. Go to a crowded place. Yeah. Or wait until she goes for it. And talk then make a make a yeah. get loud and talk just, to know. a fellow cohort. <laughs> Be like, hey, it really fucking bothers me. And if this person does this again, I'm gonna flip out. Yeah. And maybe they can intervene if they see that happen. Yeah. Because yeah. I've had to do that for people before. Where if like this, I'm gonna flip out if this person does this again, and I'd be like, okay, fine, I'll talk to them. I wouldn't even want to do that because I would want to flip out on her. Yeah, but not everybody wants to do that. So if that's the case, <laughs> then yeah, talk to somebody. And if it's not the case, and you're like Brittany, then go ahead and flip out yeah. because it seems like. <laughs> That's the only thing this person's going to understand. I just really yeah. don't like when people touch me if I don't want them to touch me. So I mean, I I would, yeah, I feel like yeah. there's... It's a totally valid response. If they don't, yeah, if they don't know, out. I feel like it's like, oh, they didn't know, and I'm just like, um, the person's uncomfortable. That should be the end right, of it. You should only be told once. But if they already told... Yeah, I feel like you shouldn't even need to be told once. <laughs> you can right. tell if a person doesn't want to be touched. Oh, but sure. if they yeah, tell yeah, you yeah. once, that should be the most times anybody should ever <laughs> fucking tell you. Yeah. So I don't know. That one's that one's weird. That's that. This you person, you need to get this person. Slap her hand, yell in her face. I mean, you need to get she's an experienced cat owner. Uh, I imagine she's yeah. familiar with like the spray bottle method. So <laughs> maybe <laughs> just point. carry a spray exactly, bottle around. Yeah. Every time she goes for that that hair, just uh-huh. tss, tss, that that's a good point. Advice. Yeah, treat treat her like one of your cats. <laughs> All right. So I got here's my other question right here. Um, is this just isn't fun for me? A legit reason to leave somebody? My partner and I have been together a few years and this relationship stressor continues to come up. He likes TV and movies while I enjoy uh, a literal Netflix and chill as much as the next guy. I also like water parks, stargazing, road trips, and days in the lake. I have other friends that can I can usually rally together to do these things, but I'd like him to have fun with me too. He's sometimes willing to try things, but is usually grumpy or anxious when we're out of his comfort zone. We have defaulted to just watching lots of TV together, leaving me unfulfilled. 
Our struggles and successes go broader and deeper than that, of course, but fun is a reoccurring theme that remains unsolved and at this point, seemingly unresolvable. The biggest thing to his credit is that he is steady and steadfast, which I have Ugh. no idea what that means, but whatever. Loyal, to me, his you know? life there. seems there. like <laughs> a fairy available. chugging along diligently while I am more of a balloon losing air and bouncing off the walls. <laughs> while I have been known uh, to have one foot in the relationship and one foot out, he waits patiently with both feet in. I think that's different than this just isn't fun for me anymore. It's not like she's like, oh, we dated for five years and the spark. No, these are both dudes. Oh, well, yeah. they dated for five years and the spark. Don't be so heteronormative. Pretty. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, my advice for you on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, anyway, um, I think that's different from we dated for a really long time and I'm just, you know, not feeling it anymore because mm -hmm. I think you can kind of get over things like that like things come in lulls and maybe you'll get that spark back sort of thing yeah but this is like he just will not do anything with you that you want to do yeah some yeah. people are tough and I don't know how to get them out of that mindset or that comfort zone where they don't want to go out and do things like I deal this I deal with this more with friends than anything uh, not with a partner and friends are easier to just kind of not hang out with for a little <laughs> bit yeah. so in a relationship it seems like it'd be kind of tough yeah i i feel like yeah i do i would just continue <laughs> to go out but i feel like that wouldn't work out for but everybody you're, you're really independent this I guy am very independent. this guy sounds like he wants his partner to be his like his partner in crime yeah. his like companion in all of these outings and when you when that's your definition of what a good relationship is, I think that would it's probably hard to change that. Yeah. I mean, I I personally, you know, think that I I sort of side with you a bit. I think, uh, I think there are a lot of different like there is an infinite amount of ways that you can do a relationship. Yeah. And I think people tend to put a lot of expectations on their like romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. Like they expect their partners to be everything and it, it can sometimes ruin like perfectly good relationships. Right? Yeah. So I guess, you know, that's, that's like general advice, but <laughs> if this is, but I mean, you're not going to change yeah. what you want in a person. If you know? this person you is otherwise happy, then you, they might be putting, too much expectations on the relationship where they want them to fulfill all these different roles that maybe the other person can't. Right. So if they're still otherwise happy, then I guess maybe there could be a, a way to work around it or compromise. I don't think so. I mean, to me, it didn't sound like this person was incredibly needy and needed their partner to do everything with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I like alone time in any sort of relationship. I can't be with the same person over and over again. I like to do things by myself or with my friends without a person but I would still be bummed if the only thing the person that I was with wanted to do was just watch TV and yeah, nothing right. else. But I think people can can grow from that because me and Madison have both had phases in our lives where one of us has had a certain comfort zone that we were unwilling to get out of but have both gotten out of in that in the long time that we've been together, in the decade that we've been together. Mm -hmm. So it's very possible, I think, to to do that. I, it might just take time if the person wants to uh, make some changes, then definitely vocalize them to your partner. Um, and maybe that can change. But don't you think it's messed up that 
whenever he makes this concession to go out with him. Yeah, you got to have a good attitude if you're going to do yeah, it. Yeah, and then he's know. grumpy and is making it like a dreadful experience. Yeah. And I don't know. I have, have a friend who dated a guy that literally never wanted to do anything yeah. with her. Anytime that she did get him to come out, he sat on his phone the entire time and was miserable. Yeah. And I just kind of think it, it shows a lack of care for the person mm-hmm. you're in a relationship with because you're not willing to do something for the other person. So, I mean, I don't know. I think it's a completely valid reason to break up with somebody. Sure. That's your advice for everybody. That was the question. That was the question. That was the question. Was it this? You want everybody to go divorce and break up? That's not true. That's not true. I said if they lost their spark, they should work at it because you can get that back. But I think if this person isn't willing to compromise for you, which is what a relationship is about, then obviously they don't care that much. Yeah. And if it's important to you, if the fun factor is important, which sounds like it is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I, I feel like there's some hope in there, maybe depending on how the person reacts about like, hey, this is like actually really important to me. And if they aren't taken seriously, then I'll, I agree with you. Yeah. And but well, my advice wasn't even you should break up. I said <laughs> it's a valid. Reason oh, it is a valid. Be, yeah. I agree. It is a valid reason. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. That's OK. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I guess that's it then. Right. That's the last question. I think so. That's the last feel question. Good? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I feel great. Thanks cool. for inviting me. It was fun. Thanks for being on. Yes. And <laughs> don't overdo anything. Can I hit it in the morning without giving you half of my dough? And even worse, if I was broke, would you want me? If I couldn't get you find the things like